Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Judgment Call Podcast. As always, this is Miles Wilson. I hope you're having a great day, night, afternoon, whatever it may be for you when you're finally getting around to listening to this. But today, I do have another rookie update for you. This is going to be for the Denver Broncos. Shout out all of our Denver Broncos listeners. If you're unfamiliar with how I do my rookie updates or just haven't listened to any of the other ones because it's just not your team, um, this is me finding any information I can about your rookies, good, bad, or indifferent, and how they progress from the beginning of training camp in early August to now, which we're only about three days removed from the NFL season. And you want to know how your rookies are going to have an impact on this team in year one. Also, 53-man roster cuts were two days ago. And no, all of your rookies didn't make it. So let's go ahead and get right into it. Your first round pick was Jerry Judy, the wide receiver out of Alabama. Uh, heading into the April draft, he was pretty much it was pretty much a consensus that the wide receiver one was either CeeDee Lamb or Jerry Judy. The way I have it, I had Jerry Judy at one, CeeDee Lamb at two, and Henry Ruggs at three. So you guys got the best receiver out of the bunch to me, and he you were gifted him at pick 15. And so far, he is performing like the best wide receiver in the draft. Uh, he grabbed reps with the first team here from the very beginning of camp. As soon as he touched down, he was getting first team reps. And he's pretty much as advertised. The route running is smooth, in and out of cuts, no wasted movements at all. Footwork is phenomenal. Uh, he dropped some passes early on, but every single time he did drop a pass, he would settle in, make some incredible plays. You often would not see a drop again for the rest of the day. And even then, the drops were few and far between. Also, Judy should be ready for week one. He should be wide receiver two, right opposite of Sutton. And maybe they'll throw Deshaun Hamilton out there. I don't know how they're going to run it, but he will be on the field and ready for week one to make an impact. Next pick, KJ Hamler, the wide receiver out of Penn State. Um, so far, he has not been playing because of a nagging hamstring injury, uh, but they did keep him on the 53-man roster. And according to general manager John Elway, he did say on Saturday that KJ is going to stay on the active roster. He's getting close. Hopefully he starts running around this week. We'll take him day to day. He's going to stay on the 53. He'll stay there. So what it sounds like to me is that they like him. Everything that they've probably heard from him, uh, whether that be in meetings or whenever they're just chilling on the sideline with him, they probably like the guy. They like what he's going to offer when he is healthy. Sounds like they do expect him to be back within the first three weeks since they didn't place him on uh, injured reserve. So that's great news. And also, the Broncos typically do not give up on their guys. Jake Budd is still on the roster. He tore his ACL three times from the point of, I think, a month before the draft versus Florida State when Michigan played Florida State in 2017. He tore his ACL in that game. Then he tore his ACL when he got to Denver. And then he tore his ACL another year, but he's still on the roster. He's finally healthy, and he's getting rave reviews in camp this season. So it's good that these this front office does not give up on their guys. I really do love that approach. Next pick is Michael Ojemudia, the cornerback out of Iowa. He's also been out of practices with a quad, but this one with a quad injury. KJ has a hamstring injury. He's been out pretty much all of camp too, but he also made the 53-man roster, which is a good sign. Uh, Fangio said Friday that he should be getting, that he is getting better and that they should see him out there sooner rather than later. But he also did emphasize that sooner isn't tomorrow. He just won't be out for a very long time, which is probably the same ideology that they're going with. Hamler, that he should be back within the first three weeks as they also did not put Ojemudia on injured reserve. Next pick, Lloyd Cushenberry III, the guard out of LSU. 
So I'm going to read a quote for you. This is from Jarrell Casey, former pro bowler when he was with the Titans. Um, the biggest thing I've seen from him, he kind of reminds me of the Pouncey brothers. The quickness, the twitchiness, the way he just flows off the ball. He's very quick and athletic guy. That is what Jarrell Casey said about Lloyd Cushenberry. And from everything I'm hearing, this is going to be your week one starting center. He is that good. He's the real deal. Uh, all the guys on the offensive line love him. And sounds like the guys on the defensive line respect him, especially if he's getting comparison to two other Pro Bowl centers. So sounds like Lloyd Cushenberry, they really nailed that pick. And I, even I love this pick back in April. I thought this was an A-plus pick. Next pick, McTelvin again, the defensive tackle out of Arkansas. More praise from Jarrell Casey. Maybe he's just a nice guy. But he said that he's ready to go. And Vic Fangio said that he's pleased with this play and that he's doing better than they thought versus the run than what they saw on tape. He also stated he's just got to learn to play his position a little bit better. And all that sounds to me is like they are going to try and get him on the field and get him some meaningful reps. That way, by the end of the season, he is a completely different player than the guy that they drafted. And I also I really like this front office. I like the way they're handling their guys. Next pick, Albert Okuipanar, the tight end out of Missouri. And Shermer usually keeps four tight ends on his roster, and it's been no different this year. He And he also made the four tight ends on the roster. They kept Vanette, they kept Fant, they kept Butt, and they kept Albert O. So you love to hear it. He did make the cut, and he's been having a good camp too. He's had multiple TDs multiple times in practices, including last Saturday's scrimmage. Uh, he did miss a few practices with a hip injury, but before that, it was literally all good things. Uh, Drew Locke likes him. He said he's sneaky fast and that he's been really impressed with him since he's been there. Definitely more of a grown man than when I was with him two years ago, which they were teammates at Mizzou. And he did have some maturity concerns a couple years ago, but it sounds like all those have cleared up. Drew likes him. Not sure how much of an impact he'll make in this tight end room as they do have three good tight ends ahead of him. But I feel like if he does get on the field, he will have an impact. Next pick, Justin Sternad, the linebacker out of Wake Forest. Uh, he has been officially ruled out of the year for, with a wrist injury that he had. He got surgery on it two weeks ago. It was successful, if you were wondering. And he is going to miss the rest of the season. But he did make the 53-man roster, which leads me to believe that he might be on the same Jack Butt route should he be out for an extended, extended period of time. Next pick, Natani Muti, the guard out of Fresno State. Uh, he Props for him making the 53-man roster. If you are familiar with PFF at all, he was a huge favorite of PFF. They caught him a mountain of a man. He went to the combine and broke the bench press. I think I don't know if he broke the record or he tied the record, but he did have 44 bench press reps when he went to the combine. They loved him. He's he was he's a, a bit of a project player, but he has the NFL build that you want that you just you couldn't coach that. You couldn't get a guy in the weight room to be built like him. But he did make the 53 man roster. He is not slated as a starter. He's slated as the backup right guard right now. But I do think he should be good online depth. I'm glad they're not trying to force him into the starting lineup right now, especially since they got Glasgow. So I don't even think he was they drafted him thinking that he would be a starter. So it's, it's, I'm glad that they're bringing him along slowly and that he did make the roster. He should be good offensive line depth in case an injury comes up. Next pick is Tyree Cleveland, the wide receiver out of Florida. So the seventh rounder made the 53-man roster. And I think that's the biggest news you can hope for out of a seventh rounder. A lot of seventh rounders got cut. I'm going to put it like that. I've done a lot of these, and a lot of seventh rounders did not make the roster. Tyree Cleveland did. One of seven wide receivers kept on the roster. Elway said he's a big guy that can really run. He also said he showed a lot in the special teams plays. 
And that's not surprising to me because he did play wide receiver and gunner at Florida. So even if he doesn't make it onto the field as a wide receiver this season, it sounds like they at least kept him on to be a gunner on special teams. So no surprises there. Next pick is Derek Tezuka, the defensive end at a North Dakota State University. They produce some good quarterbacks, but he got cut on for some. Maybe the defensive ends just aren't. They don't have a defensive end factor like they have a quarterback factor. So, unfortunately, he got cut from the 53-man, but he did get picked up for the Broncos practice squad. So, maybe it wasn't good enough now, but they did want to at least keep him around. So, that's good enough news. And I'm done. That's it. That is all your picks. I am done borrowing your time. I do appreciate you for tuning in. Hopefully, you learned something. And if you did, I'm glad I could help. Uh, but I'm done. This has been Miles Wilson for the Judge Recall Podcast. And I'm out. I'll see you next time. Peace.